Hello and welcome to Conversations Unlocked, the Unicredit podcast and your gateway to industry insights. I am your host, Twyla Doon, and together we will hear from leading experts from Unicredit and beyond on how they navigate challenges and their tips to unlocking success. Handing us the keys this week is Azra Popo. Azra is part of group strategy at Unicredit, focused on simplification and business transformation. Azra's career is impressive to say the least. Over the course of 30 years, Azra has worked in hedge funds, investment banks and law firms in Sydney and London. Her roles within business and as a COO provides unique insight and knowledge of the business life cycle. From business startups, through growth as well as decline, transformation, innovation, governance and control frameworks as well as culture. Aside from her expertise, Azra is known for her energetic, zealous, resilient and positive approach to her work. These characteristics, Azra says, are much needed for driving and transforming business in ever-changing landscapes. The latest initiative on top of Azra's agenda is simplification. Simplification initiatives are focused on clearing the clutter, tackling visible complexity head-on and striving to reinvent to create a simpler, more effective business. The question she poses, and what we will be exploring in today's episode, is how can you drive change today that will make your life easier and your working environment happier tomorrow? Azra, welcome to Conversations Unlocked. So, shall we start with the basics? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much. And first of all, thank you very, very much for the wonderful introduction. It's an absolute pleasure and what an expert to kick us off. A real, real gift to have you here. So what is your definition for simplification? I'd say probably just uh, making things um, easier and especially at work, making your working environment uh, more effective, uh, you being able to concentrate on more value-added tasks, therefore feeling better about you know what you contribute, and also just making you a happier employee. On a big scale, I guess it's really about the real business transformation, getting the business to a point where it has that elasticity and, and being able to really adapt to an ever-changing world. Um, and it, it, it really is a foundation for... Um, our culture change, business transformation, way we operate, um, and ultimately getting us into a position for to be the future leading uh, European bank. Often, I think simplification can be used as synonymous to optimization. How do you think these two terms differ? I guess optimizing means basically making the best out of things. So it's squeezing the all the benefit that you can from whatever it is that, that that your target is. But you're right. I mean, it's unlikely that you'll have um, uh, optimised something and getting the best out of things if you haven't simplified. And vice versa, there is no point simplifying if you are not going to be able to optimise. So it kind of works hand, hand in hand, I'd say. Why do you think we tend to complicate rather than simplify both in our own lives and also within businesses? Um, I often thought about that myself. And to be honest, I mean, there are probably myriads of reasons, but I think simplification is something that 
it's not seen as the thing. You know, if you're building a business, you will be focused on um, creating new, addressing a new initiative, and it's very exciting. But then you don't necessarily go back and think, okay, what can I get rid of? Um, so we tend to kind of just leave things as they are and build upon them without actually focusing on, okay, let me strip it down. Putting more in is seen as you are protecting, you are being um more conducive to risk, while actually it's probably the other way around. Having more complexity probably leads to kind of a more operational risk as well. Simplifying is hard. Changing is hard. It's easier to build new than it is to to simplify. Um, Change in itself is boring. And often often people feel that no one else sees how much effort has gone into simplification. That's really interesting to to think about how people tend to want to build rather than remove and how do you move forward but actually in that moving forward strip back and I know that simplification was really a a key part of Andrea's strategic plan for the bank so why do you think at this moment in time it is so important for Unicredit that that you simplify? Oh, so many reasons, but really just to get down to the bottom of it, it really is a question of survival. Um, we are changing and the clients are changing, expectations are changing. We as people, you know, you don't really shop the way you used to shop and you don't expect it to be um, uh, the, the way it used to be. So we really kind of need to have a business that is, um, as I said, resilient and agile enough that it can move with the change. So it is about the culture change, the transformation, uh foundation for digital transformation if we want to be a digital bank you can't do it on the on on the complex structures and processes that we currently have it's also about the client experience their journey but also very 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 much and i know that andrea really cares for it is a happiness uh, of employees um and and their day-to-day uh life and being proud of where they're at and and how they operate and and what they contribute Resilience is such a core part of a business and part of resilience is that idea of being agile. And I suppose to be agile, you have to try and remove as many parts as possible to be able to shift and turn um, when the when the opportunity arises or when the need arises. So do you feel like there are core principles for that stripping down, for that simplification? As I always say, you know, simplification is not a thing. Um, and I think sometimes it's just about also unleashing what we all, or, or to speak in, in our strategic uh, uh, sort of language, unlocking it. A lot of simplification initiatives, especially top down, really big ones, are so overwhelming and so huge and have been tried before. So I think, you know, it can feel overwhelming to even think about taking on something massive. But I think what I do is actually breaking it down into small chunks um, while having the big kind of target um, in, in mind. So what that means is that, you know, every two weeks you deliver something, even if it's a you know, two-page written document, definition of something, because you have a feeling that you are moving. It's that delivery, 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 delivery. If there is a regulatory requirement for something, I'm not going to take a look at the process that we currently have necessarily straight away. What I try and do is understand what the requirement is, what the principles of um, the 
uh, whatever it is a topic is, we need to abide by and then try and interpret it as opposed to, okay, this is what it is at the moment. Because the likelihood is, is that me or somebody else, not just me, will have different ideas, which in time always improve and also challenge the status quo, challenge what you what you are told, but equally respect other people's perspectives. And it's very, very important because if I'm coming from risk or compliance, I'll think one way and that's all valid. If you're coming from the business or from, you know, the, those people who actually do a day to day, equally equally important. So that feeling of, you know, putting yourself in other people's shoes and understanding where they're coming from and then coming to a common um, agreement is, is, is the key. So that's really interesting that you should say that because I come from a, a military background and the core approach to any plan and putting that plan in place is to red team it and that idea of really being objective when coming to your plan and really trying to get everybody's opinion on something and challenging those core principles that you have in order to be able to make sure that against anything that plan is resilient that is is core to this process. Hmm. Yeah, no, great, absolutely. And and so I suppose you come from two different backgrounds, both in the banking sector and also then within law. Do you feel like simplification is different in those two sectors or do you think that the core principles fundamentally remain the same and they can be applied wherever you are? Uh, look, it, it is different for financial services as an industry. It is slightly more difficult uh, because you are facing um, um, a lot of regulation that you have to address. Um, and it, it's rightfully so. Um, but the point is, is that, first of all, every financial services um, organisation deals with exactly the same legal legal requirements, regulations. So we're not alone. It is how we interpret that internally that is the key. Now, um, when you talk about principles, to be honest, I, you know, and, and we discussed this before, is that you know I look at it as almost like like tidying up a house. You can have a clear out every now and then, but if you don't do it consistently and continuously at every step of the way, your clear out is going to be a lot harder. And that's an important part. A lot of things are in our control. It is about having the confidence to change it. And then making sure that it really is robust and resilient. It addresses all of the risks um, and uh, regulatory requirements, but allows us the freedom to operate in a much more nimble and resilient a resilient way. So, you know, to, to me, that's, that's the core. But principles are generally the same, really. Visualisation of core principles are really important for me. And I think the analogy of clearing up your house, when you said that to me earlier, it really made me identify with what you meant. <laughs> Nobody likes it. <laughs> Nobody likes it. But that's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And I think very much so we're, we're talking on a macro level, but on an individual level, that is even more important to be able to really truly understand what it is that you mean. So on an individual level for members of the Unicredit bank who are listening to this, what would you say they can do to simplify their work on a day-to-day -day basis? If I if I remove myself and I think about it, the way it's structured at the moment and what we're trying to do, certainly there are a number of, um, you know, GEC-sponsored um, initiatives. And, and there are lots of these initiatives that are going on. It's just that it's impossible to know them all. So to that extent, you know, we're kind of building the intranet where we articulate what 
GEC or top sponsored initiatives we have, so that top down approach. And to that extent, by all means, please have if idea if you have ideas, come to us, speak to us. If you want to get involved, please speak to us. As I said, there is no school for simplification. There is no right or wrong. Um, you know, Andrea talked about it um, recently. Is it really is a job for all of us? This cannot. There is no sort of magic simplification army to do things for you, me, or anybody else in the firm. So really, kind of need to people need to think about what they what bothers them and what they want to improve, whether that's for them themselves, their team, uh, their customers, uh, their colleagues, whatever is the case. Now, it's not necessarily just about the laundry list of issues and um, you need to think about, I guess, what will bring the best value and that brings us back to that kind of optimising versus simplifying as well. Um, and there are many examples, many, many examples across the firm uh, where people have been taking things on their own um, and has been giving us um, great benefits across. Yeah. Could, could you talk through some of those examples? We have kicked off uh, something that is called UCX and a lot of people will hear about it or know about it or be part of it, more importantly, which is basically the first unicredit customer experience and digital product development factory. And the way it came about is, is that, you know, group of us went to the uh, to the GEC and proposed the um, the initiative, they sponsored it, and off we went. It um, focused on optimizing, uh, simplifying uh, end-to-end design of mortgages, cus- consumer finance, onboarding, and um, um, small business instant lending. So, for example, for consumer finance, um, on Omnichannel, now instead of 41 fields that were required to be completed by the client, we now have four. From seven digital signatures, we came down to two. So, you know, and the stories go on. I mean, there are so many examples and we will bring them all up on the, on the intranet. But equally, we will only know about them if people tell us. So that engagement, uh, accountability, ownership, being part of it all is absolutely the key. The UCX example is a, a, a really key one for showing that ownership which is so key to the the culture and the value set that Unicredit is is creating and for individuals to come forward with their own initiatives but also then be supported by though their their seniors their line managers um, and that's really I suppose how how you simplify is is from that the support of your network and the people around you. What therefore challenges do you see that people might come up against when trying to simplify and trying to implement these key themes? There won't be a a list of challenges that they come up as they, as as you go and again it's again about being resilient being able to address them back you know one by one and again i go back to you go back to the principle that you're trying to address because you know when as soon as people drag you into that you know detail you kind of need to pull yourself back and and and, and look at it again people are kind of fearful of failure um, been done, you know, people will tell you, oh, it's been done before, people have tried before and therefore, and failed and therefore, what's the point of doing it? I mean, you know, do not let anybody define you, <laughs> what you want to do, obviously. So, you know, um, at least retest why and with the new frame of mind, I mean, certainly, you know, do try again. Calling out for help as well, you know, don't, don't, don't sit there and kind of think, oh, this doesn't work and I'm not going to, but knowing that and feeling that is really important to you and your people. Yeah. So it's 
it's so much about refinement as well, isn't it? Simplification seems to be very much refining something in order to make it its most lean, I suppose, form moving forward. Yeah. And, you know, like it's a, a, one thing is to have a defined project. Um, you know, and then you have your sponsorship and then you have, you know, you know what you're trying to do. You have your team properly engaged and stuff like that. Um, it's a different thing when you're saying to yourself, well, and this is kind of the, you know, the clearing out and moving the house versus mm-hmm. tidying up as you go. So practically, if you are drafting a document, think about the reader, think about Make using a simple language. Do not copy paste large chunks of legislation. Nobody's going to read that, and unlikely people will even understand it. If your document is longer than ten pages, likelihood that is is that you will lose people after that. So the point is is to make sure that it kind of makes sense to them. Um, you know, if you are working on a regulatory project or big initiative that especially has resources and, and and IT funding, then do turn your mind to simplification. What is it that you can do to simplify, not just address the regulatory demand or regulatory requirement, but actually simplify as you go along. If you have a control that is a four-eye control, and I won't bore you what that means if you don't know, but you know, if it doesn't work, often our response is, okay, well, we'll introduce a six-eye control. Well, unlikely two people weren't able to pick up something, unlikely the third person is going to be picked up. Yeah. Therefore, the four-eye control in itself doesn't work. So please go back and look at it structurally why it doesn't work and you'll find out that not only that you will stop wasting time of two but three people and you will actually address the risk. So by adding, it doesn't mean that you're actually addressing the risk or operational risk or compliance or whatever the risk is. So you know, it's it's really kind of thinking about simplification kind of as a culture constantly constantly thinking about it is there a better way of doing it yeah a previous organization that i used to work with used to say i have a phrase that they said it's easier to complicate than simplify and it's so true it's such a it's so true but one thing that i've always um tried to take on from a from a piece of advice is if you have a slide and you want to convey a message know the three key words that you would be able to convey that message with and i think if you have Mm. any more information than those three key words Words, it's then, superfluous. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. The other thing is, is that you know, I, I keep thinking about it. Is is that, you know, unfortunately, simplification generally means that something is wrong or it's not liked uh, or it doesn't work. So you're kind of starting with a negative emotion to begin with. I don't have people lining up and saying, "I want to have, I want to be part of simplification and do it," because it's hard, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's negative. As I said, you know, you start with like, "Oh God, this doesn't work," um, and I have to convince people that we need to do something else to work when we've been doing it for ten years, and that's one of my pet hates. We've been doing it for ten years, and therefore, you know, that's the way it should be. Quite the contrary, we probably then need to change it. It's that, you know, you need to have a real energy to it. You need to have the desire to just keep going at it. Find the way to have fun in the process as well. Otherwise, it just becomes even more difficult, I guess. What would you say by next year you would like to see or in five years you'd like to see being achieved within Unicredit because of simplification? Um, I think in five years time, oh, um, you know, I have all sorts of ideas and, 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 and dreams for us being, you know, the top digital bank, um, you know, more being almost like a 
technology company providing financial services than the other way around. But you can't even think about digital transformation without simplifying it because you first need to have something simple and adaptable, resilient and and, and nimble in order to uh, put technology over it, I guess. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I think there are huge amounts of lessons that we can take away from that. And this whole idea of being resilient and agile, this way of simplifying your um, existing structures, whether that be your personal structures in your day-to-day tidying. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Or within your work. So thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Next, I'm going to go on to the quick fire round just briefly where we find out what makes you tick and you give us an insight into your day to day life as a Unicredit leader. So please just answer the first thing that you comes straight to you. Sure. Great. Breakfast or lunch? Ah, breakfast. Excel or PowerPoint? <laughs> Neither really. I'm a bit of a word person. I need a <laughs> word document. I need thinking. I'm a kind of a lawyer and negotiator at heart. <laughs> Great. Sydney or London? Oh, London. Vir- Any time. <laughs> Virtual or in person? Oh, in person. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Snow or sun? Oh, sun. Zoom or phone call? Phone call. Sitting or standing desk? Standing. Simplify or complicate? Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Thank you so much. So we know that Unicredit's mission is to win the right way together. We want to ask all our guests their top tip for winning. So we can start sharing in each other's success and unlocking our true potential. So, Azra, in the words of Unicredit's simplification ninja, what, oh God. <laughs> what mm. is your key to winning? Um, positive attitude, believing that it's possible, grit and resilience. And, you know, just I just love people, I really do. I just enjoy immensely working with them. Um, fantastic group of people of all um i guess walks of life uh, all levels of seniority coming from um any parts of the organization i like a bit of you know a bit of challenge a bit of negotiating and then you know um going out for coffee with people and you know coming down to earth and uh, you know getting along with them and and uh, yeah just just love yeah. um love what i do i guess so finding the human in everyone and, and oh absolutely yeah enjoying and learning yourself. from everybody you know like you, you, I've learned so much in just the last few months that I've been here from all um, all types of people junior senior uh, side whatever by all means I'm, I really am here for anybody who wants to talk and discuss simplification how to approach it if I can help. Um, so the more people that come to me and want to raise and, and discuss, and uh, the, the better. Thank you so much for joining us. And this has been Conversations Unlocked with Azra. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you.